everybody. Amen. Come on, let's put our hands together and give God praise. Thanking God for all of his blessings on this brand new day. This is a day that the Lord uh, has given us that we might be able to rejoice in the goodness of the Lord. Uh, blessing him on this day. Eagles won on last night, uh, yesterday, and so I know everybody's happy uh, about that. For those of you who are joining us by live stream today, we want to thank God uh, for you for coming in and fellowshipping with us. We pray that you will invite others to join with us today. Uh, you can watch the service on either our website at sbcod.org or on our Facebook page at Second Baptist Church of Doylestown. The Bible says in 1 Chronicles 16, 8-10, to give thanks unto the Lord and to call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Sing unto him, sing songs unto him, and talk ye of all of his wondrous works. Glory ye in his holy name, and let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Come on, why don't you stand with me this morning? Let's praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I came to magnify the Lord.
know what the choir came to do. Amen. We know what the musicians came to do. Amen. What'd you come to do? Amen. Praise him. Give him the glory. And the honor. He deserves it. He did it. It is done. He has blessed us in so many ways. Can't count. Let's pray. Heavenly Fathers, in Jesus' name we come. Thanking you for another day, Lord. Glorifying, magnifying, edifying, solidifying our place with you. We've tried different ways, tried to get around it, tried to get over it, tried to get under it. But there's only one way. We have to come in through the main door, the main gate. And we come knocking today, dear Lord. We come asking. We come seeking. We need to go through that main door. We want to be with you. We're asking that you would send your Holy Spirit down, dear Lord. Give us the strength and confidence to do just that, to walk through boldly yes, Lord. into your very capable hands. For you are our Savior and our Lord. Yes. Bless everyone, dear Lord, who is engaged in this service. A very special time, dear Lord. Why? Because you made it. And you deemed it so. No one's ever seen this day before. No one will ever see it again. But yet you've given us the breath of life. You've given us a warm heartbeat, dear Lord. You've allowed us a certain activities of our limb. And for those that can't, aren't mobile, dear Lord, you've still given us the activity of our mind. Bless the pastor. In these days and times, we need blessings, and we're blessing the pastor today. In a mighty way, in a way that renews and regenerates him, dear Lord. Yes, yes. The spirit of this world wants to beat him down, dear Lord, but you are greater. You've overcome this world. Yes. You're using him as an example. Bless his word, dear Lord, that it may come on cultivated ground, grow and prosper. When praying days are over. And our time here on earth is done. May you be there. Greet us, dear Lord, with wide open arms. Thy good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. Now, going to make you ruler over many. We ask all of this in the righteous name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. We've been blessed with our congregational reading today. It is entitled, True Wisdom. Comes from Job and Proverbs. True Wisdom. But where shall wisdom be found? And where is the place of understanding? Man knoweth not the price thereof. Neither is it found in the land of the living. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom, and the man that getteth understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver, and the gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, 
and all the things thou canst desire are not to be compared unto her. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her, and happy is everyone that retaineth her. The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth, by understanding hath he established the heavens. By his knowledge the depths are broken up, and the clouds drop down adieu. My son, let not them depart from thine eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. So shall they be light unto thy soul, and grace to thy neck. Then shalt thou walk in thy way safely, and thy foot shall not stumble. When thou liest down, thou shalt not be afraid. Yea, thou shalt lie down, and thy sleep shall be sweet. Be not afraid of sudden fear, neither of the desolation of the wicked when it cometh. For the Lord shall be thy confidence, and shall keep thy foot from being taken. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not on to thine own understanding, everyone. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Congregational hymn number 411. Lift him up.
Amen. Let the church say amen. Lift him up. Anybody come to lift up the Lord today? To lift up the Savior? Amen. I know we will have some happy times this morning because the Eagles won. Amen. Come on, give it up for the Eagles. They did a good job. You know, coming from Pittsburgh, I'm not hating because it's another team, Pennsylvania, doing well. Amen. I even got an Eagles uh, tie on. They're not going to get any better than that, but I did put it on. Amen. That's something. Thank you, Deacon Smith and the sound team. <laughs> well, listen, they did a wonderful job. We want to welcome uh, each and every one of you this morning. Amen. Uh, prayerfully, they'll do that well uh, next week. Amen. They got a home field advantage. And I heard one of the players from one of the teams said they scared to death to come into Philadelphia. <laughs> they said they may get roughed up. Amen. And so um, we pray that all goes well with that. But we do want to extend a hearty welcome to each and every one of you, those of you who are here in person, those of you who are watching by live stream. Uh, I know you'll be coming in. You know, we do have a little later arriving crowd, amen, that comes in. So as we say up here, uh, we'll see when the bus pulls up, you know, and folk begin to come in. So we are uh, glad to have each and every one of you this morning. So we want to extend that Eagles welcome. Uh, for you this morning. Amen. Uh, we do have a few things that were coming up and uh, we want to remind uh, you that uh, for our women's ministry, they have their uh, cookbook. They're trying to wrap this up. They need to get all your recipes and everything in. Uh, you have until the end of the month to be able to do that. So uh, we're looking forward to that. I'm not quite sure when they're going to publish that and put that out. I'm sure it won't be too long afterwards. But uh, please make sure if you have some recipes, get them in. They would greatly appreciate it. We also, on behalf of our ushers, uh, they are still looking for some uh, new uh, members there. So please reach out to Sister Leslie Hawks, amen, if you would like to participate and be a part. Uh, she can go over the additional information with you. Also, our family greeters, as we're, you know, we're almost uh, three years in on the pandemic, amen. So, you know, we're getting back on track with everything, and so we're getting our family greeters uh, back together again. And so if you would like to participate, uh, you would just uh, greet to invite and encourage those who have come in the service. Uh, see Sister Van Winters. As a matter of fact, Sister Van probably will be reaching out to you. And if she reaches out to you, just say yes. Amen. Don't give a hard time. Just say yes and participate. And so we greatly would appreciate that. As you know, our church theme for 2023 is Together in Christ. Amen. Last year we talked about we are one. This year we're talking about that we are together in Christ. Amen. So uh, you'll be seeing that theme throughout this year. Uh, we pray that we'll have the heart and spirit uh, to recognize, acknowledge, and to participate being together in Christ. I want to put a plug in for our couples ministry that Valentine's Day is coming up. I'm, I'm trying to talk to all of our men folk. Amen. Those who are listening as well. Uh, we have a Valentine's Day banquet that is scheduled 
uh, in our beautiful fellowship hall. We have it elegant for our uh, Valentine's Day celebration. Uh, it is open to couples, those who are dating, uh, single, anybody who would like to participate and come, we would love to have you participate. Uh, we have a display that is out in the foyer. Sister Joan Toller is our contact. And see her after church. Make sure that you sign up. Amen. Uh, it is uh, $60 for couples and, and $30 there for singles. Those of you who have participated in our banquet in the past know that we have a great time. Great food, a great fellowship, great fun. So uh, please make sure that you sign up. There are some deadlines for that registration. So make sure you see Sister Toller today or to contact her and let her know that you would like to participate in our Valentine's Day banquet. Amen. Uh, today, uh, we have one of our sessions immediately after church for our Christ and Cultural Humility group where we're coming in to learn about one another. So if you can see on the screen today, right after service, we have session one. Session two is going to be scheduled on Sunday, March 26th. We originally said it was going to be the last Sunday of February, but we're going to have our soul food dinner on that day. Amen. So get ready, get ready, get ready for that as well. And then on April the 23rd, uh, we're going to have another session there. So we would ask that you would come and participate in that. And the next slide I'm going to put up is that we are also asking you to share some information about yourself. There's been a box that's been out in the foyer, uh, something about your family history. So when you come and participate uh, with us after church today, we're going to share some of our family history. You know, we see one another here on Sundays, but sometimes we really don't know about one another. So we're going to share a little history today, and we have some special presentations. So make sure that you stay. Amen. The Eagles are not playing today. Play yesterday. So stay with us after church for today. Amen. We'll be meeting back in the fellowship hall immediately after our worship service today. Amen. We uh, want to uh, take a moment and just uh, thank God for blessing us with that which we have received. And as we give back to him, you know, in our tithes and our offerings and uh, just being grateful and thankful for all that God has done. For those of you who are in person, you know we have an offertory box in the back of the church. Please make sure that you deposit your tithes and offerings there before you leave for today or if you're coming in to place it there. For those of you who are on online and watching uh, by uh, computer this morning, uh, you can go and touch the tap tithely button there that is found on our website. You can give your tithes and offerings there or you can mail it into the church. So we just want to say Thank you, Lord, for the blessings. Let's pray. Father, we thank you and we bless you, Lord. We thank you for this special time to be able to give back to you. God, we know that everything we have belongs to you. And we ask, God, that you would just multiply these blessings, God, that we would be mindful of being good stewards of all that you have given us, that we may continue to build up your kingdom while we are here on earth. For we ask these things in the precious name of your son, Jesus the Christ, we pray. Let the church say amen. amen. Every uh, uh, month, we like to recognize those who have birthdays during the month, amen, this being the month of January, the start of the, the new year, amen. Uh, for those who are here today and have a birthday, why don't you stand uh, this morning, amen. You see that on the screen. As you stand, we are going to ask if uh, Pastor Paul just uh, play a happy birthday uh, on your behalf, amen. Happy birthday to you. 
God bless you. also want to acknowledge those who have wedding anniversaries during this month of January, amen, uh, for Lawrence and Nina Mom for 11 years, and Joan and Augustus Tibbs for 11 years, and for Eric and Tanya Longino, amen, for 30 years. So let's thank God for those who are married during this month, amen, amen. Those uh, parents who are here who have uh, children here with you this morning, we have our children's church uh, at this time. So. Uh, for our younger children as well as our, those who are older in uh, junior high and high school. So our children's church is dismissed at this time. Our, the teachers are waiting for you, amen. Some may already be in that class. So we just want to dismiss our children at this time. We're going to ask for a sanctuary to choir to come at this time. Come on, let's thank the Lord for the sanctuary choir.
family. Good morning. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Please join me in a word of prayer. Father God, once again, we come before you, giving you all praise, honor, and glory. For we know that without you, we could not be. We thank you for waking us up each and every morning and for sustaining us each and every day. Father, we thank you for this church, a place that we can come, feel free to come and worship. And Father, we thank you for our new program, this program, Christ and Cultural Humility. We pray for the success of the program. We know that it will be successful because you are behind it, you're spearheading it. And we thank you for that. Father, we pray for those who are sick, shut in, who cannot be with us today. We ask you to put your arms around them and heal them in your own way. We pray for our pastor, Father, as he delivers your word. Give him the words to speak. Give us the ears to hear and the mindset to take action upon the words that you've given him. These are other blessings we ask in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Song said, let the glory, glory rise. Amen. What a mighty God that we serve. You know, I'm a little nervous looking out at all this eagle green. Amen for today. Amen. Listen, come on, let's thank God for this day. What a mighty God that we serve. Amen. What a blessing it is to be in the house of the Lord with every head bowed. Turn to God our Father. Lord, we just want to say thank you. We thank you, God, for the blessings of a brand new day, a day, God, that was not promised to us. But, Lord, we are ever so glad we are grateful and thankful, Lord, that you've allowed us to experience this day. Lord, we thank you for the prayers that have been prayed. We thank you, God, for the songs that have been sung. But, Lord, somebody needs to hear a word from you today. Realizing, God, the times in which we are living we need to hear a word from the Lord so we ask God if there's someone here under the sound of my voice who has never received you personally in the pardoning of their sins the Lord you would speak to their heart right now God that upon your word coming forth someone would cry out on this day Lord God I yield I yield what must I do to be saved for we ask this in the mighty matchless, marvelous name of Jesus, who is the Christ. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Amen. You're coming off of a big win yesterday. Amen. I know y'all were shouting and hollering yesterday. Amen. Anybody in here, that you don't mind giving a shout for the Lord this morning? Anybody mind giving a shout for the Lord this morning? If the Lord has been good to you, if the Lord woke you up, started you on your way, then somebody ought to give the Lord a shout this morning and say, thank you, Jesus, for all of your blessings. Amen. We serve a mighty, 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 mighty good God. Amen. What a mighty God, church, that we serve. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. You know, I'm sure that most of you, if not all of you, have probably saw the news this week with all kind of craziness happening all around the country, really around the world. Amen. Saw where a six-year-old child taking a gun to school and shooting a teacher. Three-year-old child, amen. I don't know if you saw that video. Three-year-old child out in the, in the middle of a hallway pointing a gun, had the gun to their head and pointing it at other folks, amen, while father was either in the house high or drunk or, or not caring, amen. I saw that there was a daughter in Jenkintown murdered her parents and dismembered them. Saw that there was a disgruntled employee, amen, uh, from Walmart and went in and shot up the place. His husband in Pennsylvania murdered his wife and on the internet, uh, he was searching for ways to dispose of the body. And even on last night, as somebody told me this morning, I hadn't seen the news, that there was a massive uh, shooting, I believe in California, where a number of people were targeted and, and, and killed. Church, we are living in troubling times. We really are. We're living in troubling times. And, and we're headed towards and in the last days, amen? 
And in these last days, there's a weariness that's settling in in the body of Christ. People are growing weary of doing well. But I was looking in the book of Galatians, in the sixth chapter, right in verse 9 and 10, the apostle Paul encourages us to not to give up and to keep on doing good. Amen. That's a word of encouragement. If you'd be so kind this morning, just stand just for a moment. I just want to read those two verses for you. In the Galatians chapter 6, verse 9 and 10, the word of the Lord says, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. And as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are the household of faith. I want to go back to that ninth verse. Amen. If you put that back up for me again, uh, verse 9, listen to what it says. It says, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Amen. I want you to turn to your neighbor this morning and say, neighbor, tell him, don't faint on me now. Turn and tell somebody this morning, don't faint on me now. We're coming down the stretch, amen. Don't faint, church, on me now. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Don't faint on me now. You know, as we live in the last years, those who we never thought would ever wear out are laying down their swords. We got praying mothers laying down their swords, grandmothers laying down their swords, fathers and mothers laying down their swords, seasoned church folk, amen. Those that we never thought would ever wear out are laying down their swords. The truth is that there is a battle that is raging. Some of the battle can be seen with the physical eye. There are battles that are going on in our homes. There are battles that are going on at work. There's battles in your life. But there are those in a spiritual battle. And the casualties are high. Ephesians, in the book of Ephesians, tells us that we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and wickedness in high places. Church, you and I, we are in a spiritual battle. The enemy is attacking our homes. He's attacking our finances and our churches. And he knows that his time is running out. And so Satan is doing everything that he can to stop God's church and God's people from going forward. How many of you in here know that Satan is a liar? And the truth has never been in him. Amen. You know, I saw recently that there was a report that came out from the Barna Research Group that says that church today is stagnating and is struggling. 
and that churches are having difficulty keeping their members. They're having difficulty growing, and the growth of the church has slowed down. And the reality is, I, I know that I'm painting a dismal picture, but some of you sitting here this morning know that you've been under attack, amen? And you know what I'm talking about. But I want to tell you this morning, I do have some good news for you this morning. I was looking over in the book of uh, Isaiah 54, 17, and listen to what it says. For it says that no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. That this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen. So the question this morning is, well, Pastor, how do we make it in the middle of a battle? How do we keep standing with all of this craziness all around us? How can we keep moving forward and keep doing every time I turn around, I'm hearing that kind of news that we just talked about, amen? The truth is, church, that there are some principles that you and I need to learn, amen, in order to make it through these troubling times in which we live. I'll share with you many times over and over that it's one thing that we come into the house of the Lord, that you're here at church and you're hearing the word, but it's a whole nother thing when you put it into practice. That when you leave here from the day that you put into practice in your life that which you have heard, amen. So there are some principles that we need to learn, amen, in this life where we feel overwhelmed, times in our lives where we feel dry and lifeless, amen. Let me tell you, church, God's got the remedy if you're battle and worn and weary and worn out, amen. If you're tired and frustrated of being tired and frustrated, then what you got to do, take what I'm telling you today, learn about it today, and put it into practice in your life. Amen? And if you do so, I believe today that you're going to be renewed and restored by God. Amen? Amen. So can I help you this morning? Amen? I just want to share just a few things. Because the first step is for us to enter into a time of renewal and restoration is through worship. Somebody say worship. You know, in our Bible study, we had talked about when Israel, they had failed to worship God and they had rejected his rule over their lives. And because of their disobedience, God had sent them into captivity in Babylon for 70 years. And when the 70 years had ended, the Lord set out to reestablish his covenant with Israel. And he didn't begin by restoring and renewing their political system. Amen. He didn't begin and make that his first priority of establishing and renewing their economy. It wasn't restoring and renewing education and housing or transportation. Amen. What God did was God restored and renewed the worship of his people as the first stage of reestablishing them as a nation. Amen. So church, whenever our lives feel ineffective, whenever our lives feel stagnated and stale, we, and whenever we have experienced the chastening of the Lord, we need to reach a greater level of intimacy with God. Amen? Amen. Anytime you're going through something, you need to stop for a minute and begin to spend more time with God. Amen? Amen. You need to spend more time with God. And so... 
the first priority is to rebuild or to strengthen our worship of the living God. Amen? Now, because the Holy Spirit makes his dwelling and his base of operation in our hearts that are ready for worship. When we come in today, our hearts should already be ready for worship. Amen? The problem is, church, that too many times our focus is on us when we come into the church instead of focusing on God, focusing on whatever is going on, what's going on in my life, what our focus need to be on God. God already knows what issues you have, believe it or not. God already knows what struggles you have, what problems that you have in your life. So when you come in, we first and foremost in our worship need to elevate God. Did anybody come this morning just to elevate the Lord? Amen. You know, in the Old Testament, the Bible says that when Ezra, when he had returned to Jerusalem and the walls were still in ruin, amen, and the temple area needed to be cleaned up and prepared to celebrate the feast, amen, but the first step that the folk took in rebuilding the community was they built an altar unto the Lord, amen. Church, what I'm trying to tell you this morning is that whenever you get off of track spiritually, the first thing you need to do is to rebuild an altar with God. Amen? You see, the problem is, uh, Pastor Paul, that we've taken the altar of God out of our homes. And we have replaced it with all sorts of entertainment and amusements. Amen? There are folks who almost lose their salvation if they miss their favorite TV program. Amen? Lose their salvation if they miss the episode of General Hospital. Lose their salvation, amen, if they miss days of our life. Y'all know you used to watch it. Come on in here, somebody. Almost lose their salvation if they can't watch American Idol and see who got passed on. Amen. But they don't care if they miss church. Amen. And I'm not talking about building a stone or a wooden altar in your house. Amen. What I'm talking about is having a place that is set aside in your home where you can go and get alone with God. Anybody got a place like that? Amen. The problem is that we are missing the altars in our homes. And we need to make sure that our homes are homes of worship of God. Amen, somebody. We can talk all that we want about going to church on Sunday morning, but if what you're receiving in church is not being lived out in your home, amen, somebody, then you're in serious trouble. Amen. Because the filth of this world will overcome you. Amen, somebody. It'll zap the spiritual joy out of your life. Amen. So if we want to get back to the heart of worship, if we want to get back to our walk and restoration and newness of life, then you're going to have to say no to the filth of this world. Amen. This world is just, it is a filthy place. Amen. And we got to start spending some quality time with the Lord. Am I preaching to anybody this morning? Amen. We sit up here and we wonder why our children are going wild and out of control. Amen. And we try to blame it on the government. It's the government's fault, amen, because they took prayer out of school. We were, some of us old enough where we had prayer in the school, and, and it was a wonderful thing. But I got some news for you this morning, amen. It's not so much because they've taken God out of the classroom. It's because we've taken God out of our homes. Come on in here, somebody. Amen. 
You won't find the peace and joy you're seeking until you built an altar of worship back in your home. Amen. If you don't have it, you need to get it. That's your home got to be the place. Amen. There are so many homes of believers that the enemy has bound up. That's when you look around and everybody having problems in the home because the enemy has bound them up. And you can feel it when you enter into a house. Sometimes you enter into a place, the tension is so thick, you need a machete to cut through it. Amen. But I'm here to tell you this morning that if you become a worshiper, you can find freedom in your home. Amen. Don't you let the devil steal your home life. Amen. Don't you let him. Don't you let that devil come in and tear everything up. Amen. 2 Corinthians 3.17, I want to show you this, and listen to what it declares. It says, now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, what does the word say? The word says that there is liberty. Amen, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So if you want to find freedom and liberty in your home, build an altar of worship there. Worship God, amen? I stay on our young people all the time. Now, listen. We went through a major test going through that pandemic, amen? And as a pastor, as long as I've been pastoring, I knew it was going to be an issue of folk coming back to church. A lot of times folks struggle if they miss two Sundays. Man, I got to call and beg and plead and everything. Where are you? Can you come back to church and, and all? But we've been out almost for three years. I knew there were going to be some issues of trying to get Satan had three years head start. I mean, working on folk. Folk telling me when I call them, uh, Pastor, I can't get up in the morning. I just can't get myself together. Well, you got yourself together prior to COVID. Amen. You got yourself up and out when you had to go to work. Amen. So there's no reason that we cannot get ourselves together. Amen. We got to get Satan out of the home, out of our hearts, out of our minds, and begin to serve God the way that we should. Do I have any worshipers here today? Hallelujah. Amen. Now, not only does worship begin with an altar, but worship begins and needs a commitment. Somebody say commitment. Amen. Make a commitment that you're going to be a worshiper. Amen. Worship is not governed by how you feel. Amen. It's a wonderful thing. Choir was singing. We were clapping our hands. It made us feel good. But, but worship, amen, is not governed by a feeling. Worship, listen to me, is the relevant response and acknowledgement of who God is. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You don't need to have goosebumps running all up and down your head to your toes to worship God. You don't need somebody to have to pump you up and prime you to worship God. Amen. Because the truth is you already got everything that you need. Amen. Well, you know what you got? You got you and God. Tell somebody say you and God. Amen. You see, I don't need a crowd to worship God. I just need me and God. Amen. God doesn't just show up here on Sunday mornings. He wants to show up around the, your dinner table. He wants to show up around your back bedroom. He wants to show up around your kitchen sink. He wants to show up even in your bathroom. Amen. You got to make a commitment and declare, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord, and we're going to worship the Lord, and we're going to wait on the Lord. Is there anybody here who don't mind waiting on the Lord and giving God praise and glory? Hallelujah this morning, amen? Because when the tough times come, and they will come, anybody know tough times will come? 
If you're going through smiling all through life, everything all right, thank God for you. But how many of you have been through something? How many of you are going through something? How many of you dealing with something? Hallelujah. That when tough times come and situations happen that we don't understand, don't panic. Become a worshiper. Amen. I tell folks this all the time, that when you get yourself in trouble and when trouble comes, because it will come, the first thing you ought to do is to make your way to get closer to God. That when the church doors open up, you ought to be here. In the morning, amen, when you see your Bible sitting there on the table, open up the Bible and begin to read it. Every now and then, you got to get down on your knees and give God some praise. Every now and then, you got to think about the goodness of the Lord. Every now and then, you got to think about what the Lord has done in your life. Because I declare this morning that when I stepped back and looked at what the Lord had done, when I realized that whatever blessings I had, it didn't come from me, but my blessings came from the Lord. When I looked back over my life and I saw that God had done a mighty, mighty work in my life, all I could do, church, I didn't care who was around me. All I can do, I didn't care who was looking at me. All I could do, I didn't care who was around me. I had to put my hands in the air and begin to give God praise and say, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for your blessings. Do I have anybody here today that don't mind giving God praise and saying, Thank you, Jesus, for all of your blessings. Hallelujah this morning. Hallelujah. Church, what I'm trying to tell you this morning is take time to worship God at your home, amen? Because every time you begin to worship the Lord, you're opening up a door of his visitation in your house. Amen, somebody? I heard somebody say a long time ago, Reverend Jackson, that when your praises go up, God's glory and blessings come down. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. Listen, I want to give you something just to help you today, amen, because we're living in some troubled time. Brother Lonnie was telling me when I came in this morning, he said, Pastor, they, uh, folks were shooting up in California, this and that was going on and, and all, and we are living in difficult times. But let me share this with you. You can be seated for a moment. Let me share this with you because I'm not through. Lord gave me something to say, amen, this, this morning. Listen to me. If we're going to be renewed, We've got to learn how to let go and let God handle it. Yeah. Amen in here, somebody. Amen. Listen, I don't have to tell you that it gets weary when you have to constantly fight battles in your life. Amen. I'm, I'm tired of fighting battles. I know you're tired of it anyway. Amen. Yeah. But how many of you know that this morning that there's times when we get weary and worn down? Amen. Yes. You may have believed until your believer is worn out. You may have confessed until the Lord until your confessor wore out. But I want you to listen what the Lord said to Jehoshaphat in 2 Chronicles 2015. Listen to what he said. He said, and hearken ye all Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou King Jehoshaphat. Thus saith the Lord unto you. He, listen to what he said. He said, be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude. Now watch this. He said, for what? The battle is not yours. He said, but God's. That the battle, church, is not yours. But it's God's. I believe this morning that the reason that we get so weary is that we're trying to fight the battles of life all by ourselves. 
the reason that we get so weary is that we're always trying to do it by ourselves. So the first thing the Lord told Jehoshaphat was don't be afraid and frightened because of the great multitude. Church, whatever the situation is that's going on in your life, don't be afraid of it, amen, because what it may look like, that it may look overwhelming, amen. In other words, don't worry because of the size of your problem, amen. How many of you know this morning that it's easy to trust God for the little problems, amen. The stuff that we think we can handle on our own, they say, well, I don't even need the Lord for that, I got this. I, I know I can handle that, amen. Then there's some problems that you had before, and you saw where God had already worked it out, and so you know he's going to bring you through that one, amen? But let me tell you something, church. There are some problems that come up in our lives that you never faced and seem so big and so overwhelming that you don't know how God is going to do it. Amen. Have you ever been there? Let me share with you, saints of God, that it's not up to us to worry, amen, about how God's going to do it. All we got to know is that God is going to do Has God ever showed up and showed out in your life? You were worrying about how you're going to be able to fix it. How God is going to be able to work through this problem. How God is going to be able to do it. I can't see it. I, I don't know how it's going to happen. But when you turn it over to Jesus. I said when you turn it over to Jesus. The Lord began to work something out in your life situation. When you turn it over to Jesus, God began to move in your problem area. When you turn it over to Jesus, God began to do some things that you had never seen before in your life. How many of you been through something where you didn't know how it was going to work out? But somewhere along your life's journey, God began to move and work it out. And I'm to testify this morning that the Lord has done some things in my life. God has worked out some solutions and problems in my life. God has made a way out of no way for me in my life. And so all I can do is say, thank you, Jesus. All I can say is hallelujah. All I can do is move my feet and give God praise. All I can do is put my hands together and give God a hand praise and say, thank you, Jesus. If I had just 10 folk here today, who don't mind giving God praise, who don't mind shouting unto the Lord, who don't mind lifting God up, who don't mind saying hallelujah, who don't mind saying glory to God. If I just had 10 folk today who don't mind giving God praise, then we ought to be on our feet right now. We ought to give God a praise and shout. We ought to say thank you, Jesus, for all of your blessings. If the Lord has blessed you, somebody put their hands together and give God praise. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. Stand with me today, church. Hallelujah. Keep on trusting. Keep on believing. You know, sometimes it's going to require some prayer and fasting. Amen in here, somebody. But whatever you do, don't faith on the Lord now. Amen. Hold on to God's unchanging hands. Let the Lord make a way in your life and situation. Let God move like he never moved before. Because when I think of the goodness of God and all that he's done for me, all I can say is thank you for all of your blessings. Come on, let's give God some praise. Hallelujah. Church, the Lord has never lost a battle. 
Hallelujah. Amen. You know, the Lord said, if any man hear my voice and open the door, he said, I will come in to him. He said, and I will sup with him. I sit down and have a meal with you. Get comfortable. Amen. Church, I want to tell you, he wants to come into your heart this morning. The Lord wants to minister to your needs this morning. Amen. My question is, will you let him in? Will you open up your heart this morning to Jesus Christ, the one who suffered, bled, and died on the cross to pay our sin debt in full? Amen. We ought to be grateful and thankful that we have a God that loves us like that. Amen. But this same God who spoke to your heart is the same God that will speak to hearts that are requesting him right now. So I say to you who are here, if you have never received nor accepted Jesus as your personal Savior, I invite you right now to give your heart and your life to him. Amen. If you're living in this community and you are searching for a church home and the Lord has spoken to your heart to unite a fellowship, we would love to have you. Amen. We're going to give the Lord praise and glory in this place. Amen. And so we thank God for that blessing. Those of you who are watching by live stream, as the Lord is speaking just to you, if this message was just for you, you know what the Holy Spirit does. Holy Spirit will take this message that I just preached, and he will place it in each of your hearts in a way that you need. Because God knows what you stand in need of right now. I'll have folk come to me after service to say, Pastor, I got such and such out of your message. I'm thinking I ain't preach nowhere near on what they're talking about. But I come to realize and I know the Holy Spirit speaks to what you need. And he'll take that message and he will fit it perfectly like a good pair of shoes. Amen. Just for you. So if there's someone here today, the Lord is speaking to you. You can come as a candidate for baptism. You can come on the Christian experience. But just come today. Amen. You can come to United Fellowship of Second Baptist. Just come today. We would love to have you. Amen. Just come today. Thanking God for all of his blessings. Amen. Galatians 6, 9, and 10 says, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Amen. And as we therefore have opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Amen? Church, don't faint on me now. <laughs> this is not the time to turn back. Amen? Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. What a mighty God that we serve. Come on, let's praise him.